Hi there, this is Sharon Baird, and I'm the next guest on On Screen and Beyond. On Screen and Beyond, an inside look into the entertainment world featuring interviews with people from the movie, TV, and music industry, news on upcoming TV and DVD releases, and the rumor mill. And now, here's the host of On Screen and Beyond, Brian Zemrak. If you are hearing my voice, then you are here once again for another episode of On Screen and Beyond, or maybe you're here for the first time, but this is episode 597 of the show that keeps you updated on what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies, remakes, sequels, and TV and movie DVD releases, as well as our interview segment with a guest from the movie, TV, or music industry. And this week on On Screen and Beyond, we have a good guest coming your way, a great guest. It's Sharon Baird. She was one of the original Mouseketeers. That's right. The Mickey Mouse Club, way, way back. The original ones. And she was there, and she was also in almost every Sid and Marty Croft show that uh, they made. So uh, she was in costume a lot of times. And we're going to talk about that and a whole lot more with Sharon Baird as she comes our way. She was, uh, like I said, in uh, H.R. Puffin stuff and Lidsville and Sigmund and the Sea Monsters and all that stuff. And she will be on Saturday, May 21st at CroftCon in Orinda, California. And hope you're going to be making it out to there because there are going to be a lot of great guests and along with Sid and Marty Croft, both there. It's going to be a lot of fun, so I hope everybody's going to be, you know, going there and you know just having so much fun there it's uh, just going to be a blast so um, we'll be talking with sharon baird coming up in a few minutes right here on on screen and beyond find out all about that it's also our summer movie preview we've got uh, a lot of things coming up as far as remakes upcoming new movies and sequels that are going to be heading your way this year in theaters now this year there is not as many sequels and remakes as normally. I mean, normally there's more sequels and more remakes than anything during the summer. This year, not so much. But uh, we've got some good ones coming our way. So uh, hope you'll be getting ready for that. And uh, also, if you are you know listening here for the first time, uh, we appreciate you coming and listening to us. And also, uh, if you are one of the ones who are here all the time, it's great to have you back. And if you want to get in touch with me, feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com is where you can reach me. And what do you say? It is time to get into the summer movie preview on On Screen and Beyond with remakes right here. Remake madness, like I said, not many, but the remake of Firestarter with Zac Efron of Stephen King's book you know firestarter it was also a movie later on and now they're remaking it it arrives on may 13th and as far as this one chip and dale's rescue rangers will be getting remade and it's going to be released on may 20th and that is it for remakes as far as the summer movie preview coming up next on on screen and beyond what's coming your way as far as upcoming new movies in theaters in the summer this year on on screen and beyond Upcoming new movies this summer, it looks like May 27th, the Bob's Burger movie hits theaters on June 24th. The Black Phone with Ethan Hawke will scare you up. And on June 29th, it is Shotgun Wedding with Jennifer Lopez, and it's going to be arriving 
And also, Bullet Train with Brad Pitt comes our way on July 15th. July 29th, look for DC League of Super Pets as it flies into theaters. And Secret Headquarters with Owen Wilson and Michael Penna, it hits theaters. And Samaritan with Sylvester Stallone comes our way on August 26th. And that's it for upcoming new movies in the summer movie previews. Next on On Screen to Be On, sequels this summer. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Sequels coming your way this summer on May 6th. Doctor Strange in the Multiverse of Madness with Benedict Cumberbatch comes your way. And on May 27th, Tom Cruise returns in Top Gun Maverick. June 10th, Jurassic Park Dominion strolls onto the screen with Chris Pratt. And July 1st, Minions, The Rise of Gru. And that is going to be, of course, with the voice of Steve Carell. And that's it for sequels coming your way as far as the summer movie blockbuster preview here. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, TV on DVD. TV on DVD, well, it looks like on June 14th, Curb Your Enthusiasm, the complete 11th season arrives on DVD. Also on June 14th, Ragdoll Season 1 will be hitting DVD and Blu-ray. And on June 21st, The Umbrella Academy Season 2 hits DVD. And that's it for TV on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, movies coming your way on DVD. Movies on DVD, June 7th, The Contractor with Chris Pine comes your way on DVD and Blu-ray. On June 14th, you can look for The Witches with Anne Hathaway, Octavia Spencer, Stanley Tucci, and Chris Rock on DVD. And on June 21st, Ron Perlman stars in The Last Victim on DVD and Blu-ray. That's it for Movies on DVD. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, it's TV and Entertainment Time. TV and Entertainment Time, well, on Sunday, June 12th, Stars releases the new Tudor-style show, Becoming Elizabeth. Matilda Lawler of Station Eleven has joined the cast of Disney Plus's The Santa Claus series, and she will play the elf that sort of keeps things going at the North Pole. And that's it for TV and Entertainment Time. Coming up next on On Screen and Beyond, well, CroftCon is coming your way on May 21st, that's a Saturday in Orinda, California, and one of the people who will be there is Sharon Baird. She was an, originally an, one of the Mouseketeers, but she was also in just about every Sid and Marty Croft show that uh, they made, H.R. Puff and stuff, Lidsville and the Land of the Lost and all of those. She's coming up next, Sharon Baird, right here on On Screen and Beyond.
Our guest today on On Screen and Beyond started her career on TV and film at a very young age alongside Eddie Cantor, Dean Martin, and others. She went on to become one of the original Mouseketeers on the Mickey Mouse Club and continued her career working in many of the shows of Sid and Marty Croft. On Saturday, May 21st, she will be one of the many celebrities at CroftCon at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California, which will celebrate the shows of Sid and Marty Croft. It's Sharon Baird. Sharon, welcome to On Screen and Beyond. Well, thank you. Now, Sharon, it's a thrill to have you on the show because uh, not only were you part of Sid and Marty Croft, but also you were one of the original Musketeers. Correct. <laughs> and over the years, I've actually I've had a few Musketeers on on the show. Uh, I had uh, Don Grady, who was who was I, I don't know was he an official one or was he sort of like a middle of the road one? <laughs> um, well, there were uh, nine of us that were there from the very beginning to the end through the whole throughout the whole show, um, but. Don was there for a while. He's no longer with us. Yes, yes. One of the nicest human beings ever. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, uh, yeah, he he was a, a mouseketeer. Yeah, and also I've, I've had uh, Lonnie on the show. Lonnie Burr. Now, yes. Lonnie and I worked together um, on the Colgate Comedy Hour uh, before the Mickey Mouse Club. So, wow, um, yeah. Uh, he he had a long career yeah. in show business, also. Wow, that's incredible! And, mm-hmm. and, and before we get into the CroftCon and everything, uh, I'd like to ask you a few questions about the Mickey Mouse Club. Sure. Um, so, how did you become one of the original Mouseketeers? <laughs> well, I was doing a film with um, Dean Martin and Jerry Lewis. Um, Artisan models, and we had to pre-record the song that was going to be that we were doing in the film because in those days it was all pre-recorded. So uh, we had to go to Capitol Records, and while I was there doing the recording, Jimmy Dodd was there <clears throat> doing his own recording, and <clears throat> he recommended me for the uh, Mickey Mouse Club. Were you thrilled when you, you, you found out you were, were going to make it? or? Well, of course, we didn't know exactly what it was. Um, actually, my, my agent didn't want me to, to um, go out and audition for it because she didn't want me to tie me up for a long time. So um, there was a serial that was on called When I Grow Up, and so... They said it was going to be for six weeks. So my agent said, okay, I could go out for that. So when I went there, all the girls that were there had long blonde hair and freckles, and that wasn't me at all. And they said to me, oh, no, go down the street and go into the rehearsal room there. And um, I auditioned for the Mickey Mouse Club. Um, I sang and danced and... um, got the part i of course didn't know what it was going to be uh but i wanted to do it because i could sing and dance every day and i loved music hmm. the popularity of the Musketeers was so incredible uh, were you i mean you know were you walking down the street and people recognizing you and all that um yes uh, later on when we 
we went to Australia to um, perform. When we arrived at the airport, there were more people that greeted us than um, when Frank Sinatra went. Really? <laughs> and when we got off the plane, the fans broke through the ropes that they had uh, tying them back, so we had to run back onto the airplane, and they had to <coughs> roll us through the airport on the uh, steps that you board the plane, mm-hmm. and um, they had assigned us each a bodyguard, and they had to pick us up and carry us up over the, <laughs> the crowd. That was unbelievable. Wow. That, that must have, I mean, at a young age like that, you must have been, you know, wondering what in the world is going on. Well, sure. At one point, we were kind of scared because they put us in, in the um, limo, but the fans were wall-to-wall people, and the, the car was rocking back and forth. So it was a little uh, scary. Wow. That, that's it. <laughs> that's really something. Uh-huh. You know, it's almost like the the the, the early Beatles. You know. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, um, we're still pretty close. We're like a, a family because at a certain time in our life, we spent more time with each other than we did with our own family. Um, yeah. I talked to Cubby and Bobby and Tommy and uh, Sherry a lot. Yeah, wow. So, uh, were you close to Annette? Annette was my best friend, yes. Oh, really? Yeah? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I was with her um, when she was in um, ICU, and um, <clears throat> they pulled the plug. Oh, that's, that's so sad. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. But she was um, a beautiful human being. She was prettier on the inside than on the outside, if you can believe that. Mm-hmm. So, so what was it like on the show? Where was everybody, um, you know, uh, good, good friends and helping each other out, or was there any, you know, animosity when you know when somebody else got the spotlight a little more than somebody else, or how how was that? Well, basically, we would always help each other. Like those of us that um, were better at dancing would help each other with the routines and. Uh, <clears throat> Of course, there was normal uh, childhood um, bickering, you know, like oh, the yeah. teenage <laughs> boys. But no, it was just like any regular family. Yeah, yeah. Was was Walt Disney involved a lot? Did you get to meet him? Yeah, he would come in on the set. He'd be quiet, come in on the set and watch from behind um, the scenes. He wanted us to call him Uncle Walt, but of course in those days we respected, you didn't call adults that, you was always Mr. Disney. Mm-hmm. Um, to this day, most of us still refer to him as Mr. Disney, but um, <coughs> he, uh, well, he was just sort of quiet. The first time I remember meeting him was uh, we were rehearsing on the sound stage, and, and we were running around like kids, and someone said, you better cool it, there's Walt Disney. And he was in, um, like, gray workman's pants and shirt, and he had paint on him. He'd been at the paint department 
um, he was just kind of quiet and shy with us. Um, he knew everybody on at the studio by their first name. It, uh, wow. He, he treated everyone like a family member. Hmm. Yeah. Wow. It's 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 incredible that he would, you know, would know all the people and everything. And uh, mm-hmm. it just, he sounds he sounds like he was a, a nice person. Oh, he was wonderful. Um, the studio, Disney Studio, was more like a um, well a college campus. It, there were mm, flowers, and um, each street had a different name. Of uh, Goofy Lane, and mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so it wasn't like really working at a studio. They had a, a commissary, they had a, a, a baseball field, they had ping pong tables where you could play ping pong. So it it was like a college campus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You must have seen a lot of celebrities and everything on, you know, in in the studio at the studio. Well, the Disney, the Disney celebrities, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, my best friend today is Beverly Washburn. Yes, I know. We've had Beverly on the show. You have? Yes. Well, she came to the studio to do um, Old Yeller. Yeah. And we went to school in these little red trailers, and she came in, what, over 60 years ago to, to do the movie. We became instant friends, and... Uh, we're best friends. I'm going to see her next week. I'm going to see Tommy and Abby. Oh, wow. They're going to be there, too. Oh, wow. That's nice. Uh Uh-huh. Huh. Well, I'm sure she won't remember me, but just tell her I said hi. (laughs) I will. (laughs) But now, being near celebrities and things at at that age, it it probably didn't affect you too much because, I mean, you worked with Dean Martin and, and uh, you know, Eddie Cantor and Jerry Lewis. So, I mean, it, it must Donald have been... Donald O'Connor. Don, yes, Donald Nick O'Connor. Gaynor. Wow. I mean, <laughs> you know, you were with the big time already. <laughs> well, yeah, but they're people too. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But, you know, I mean, just the thought of working with somebody like that, you know, for, for the people who don't get to see the people all the time, it, it, it must have, you know, it would be, you know, unbelievable to see somebody like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I had a great time, I'll tell you. Yeah, yeah. So when, then you, uh, when that ended, um, you eventually got into the Sid and Marty Croft, I don't know if it was a family, but you seem to be one of the only, well, you're not the only person, but one of the few people who worked on basically every show they did. Is that correct? Just about, yes. (laughs) I remember I was working as a secretary at uh, Blue Cross, and uh, Sid Croft called me and said someone had given him my name, and would I be interested in coming in and, and talking to him about working on their show? And so... I went in, talked to him, and started out on um, Puffin Stuff, and uh, continued on from there. <laughs> now, I take it some of the costumes that you had to wear were not uh, all full uh, heads and thing, you know, costumes like that. Some were makeup, is that correct, or were you mostly in... Uh, you know, full costume character heads. Mostly full costume character heads. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The first one I did was Judy the Frog, but this was in Puffin Stuff. 
But then also in Puff and Stuff, I did um, um, Stupid Bat and uh, Shirley Puff and Stuff. Mm -hmm. um, let's see, there were quite. Is it Todd and Nova? Is that how you pronounced it? Todd and Nova? I'm, I'm I'm cheating. I'm looking at the the, uh, the the printout from you know your career. Oh, Lady Boy. Oh, toad enough. Toad enough. Toad the enough. director. Okay. <laughs> he was a toad. Yeah. 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 And then Lady well, Boyd. Yes, Lady Boyd. Uh huh. Well, you got it down. So, so did you have to do all of these during one show, or were you? You know, one one episode, you'd be one character, then you were another in another one, or did you have to hurry up and go change, get into another costume and go out? <laughs> no, it wasn't live. It was, you know, you do a scene, and then um, when you do the next one, I could be a different character. Mm -hmm. hmm. So I, ha I myself have worn many costumes with the costume character heads and things like that. And I know uh -huh. how hot it can be. Were, were Absolutely. Those, were, were those that way, or did you have, like, air conditioning in them or something? Oh, heavens, no. The first <laughs> costume I ever wore, Judy Frog, was so tight and small around your head. It was it was really one of the toughest ones I've ever worn. Mm -hmm. Because that was um, all a um, Judy Garland. Oh, okay, yeah. And... Um, Ralph Rodiger was the costume designer, and after <clears throat> that, he he made the heads bigger. Uh, now, were were at that time at that time were the heads made of uh, like now they're foam and everything, but were they made of like paper mache or something back then, or what were they? Judy made? Frog was more uh, paper mache. It was a uh, it wasn't porous at all. It was very. Um, so how long a time did you have to wear it? Did you were you you know like five minutes or, or? Well, sometimes longer than others, yeah. And don't forget, it was under hot lights. Yes. And then you had to dance. And, and you would wow. Run around, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I mean, we had fun, but it was um, <clears throat> it was uh, cumbersome. Yeah, yeah, and and so. By the end of the day, you had probably lost 10 pounds just from sweating and everything else in those right, things. Right, right. I didn't have to worry about what I ate back in the right. day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's... Plus, it was good for your skin, too. Really? Mm-hmm. Hmm, wow. Uh, so, then, like I say, in every single different show, Lidsville, uh, The Bugaloos, H.R. Uh, Puff and stuff, Sigmund and the Sea Monsters, Land Bay of the Bay City Lost. Rollers. The Bay City Rollers, that's right. Uh, mm -hmm. what, what was that like? Now, they were, you know, sort of like a, an upcoming Beatle-type thing. Was it uh, working with them? Was was that uh, good on stage, you know, working with them? Oh, yeah, they were darling. Yep. Um, um, of course, from England, you know, uh, but... Uh, there were two Johns. There was um, uh, what was her? What was the girl's name? She's so cute. Do you remember what the girl's uh, name uh, was? You mean in the in the Bugaloos? Uh huh. I think on the show it wasn't it Joy. Yeah. No, I mean her her, her real name. Carolyn. Carolyn. Yes, Carolyn. Uh, yes. Yeah. 
Yeah. In fact, she's going to be talking at the CroftCon. She is? Oh, I, I thought you were going to tell me she was going to be there. I, no, I, I think she. they're doing a, um, like a Zoom uh-huh. Because she's in Portugal, I believe. Is she? I, I, if I'm remembering the right person, that's the one uh-huh. that they were saying was going to be be there, but doing a Zoom. Because, uh, you know, obviously she can't get here. So. Uh, I have a friend that uh, just moved there. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So CroftCon is going to be unbelievable with with the, all the people that are going to be involved with this. Oh, I can't wait. It's going to be fun. Yeah. Now, have you done much with the Croft people, you know, the, the people who are on the shows that, that, you know, like Lidsville, like Butch Patrick's going to be there? Well, I've, I've done a couple of um, Land of the Lost um, conventions. With Wesley? Yes, with Wesley, with okay. uh, Kathy. Kathy and Philip. Yes, yeah. Um, we did one in Minneapolis a long time ago. <coughs> we did one in Wisconsin. Um, and, oh, let's see, I did, a, um, I did one with uh, Johnny Whitaker, who's a wonderful person. Mm-hmm, yeah, yeah. <coughs> so, yeah, I've seen several of them through the years. Yeah. Yeah. But, mm-hmm. I mean, this is the first time they're bringing all of those people together. I know. Isn't that going to be fun? Yeah. I mean, it's going to be it's going to be wild. I mean, and and, and um, is um, Sid or Marty going to be there? I think Sid is, right? Uh, he, supposedly, he's going to be there. And I also heard Marty might, too. Oh, yay. So it might be the whole family. <laughs> well, that would be fun to see them together again. Yeah. Uh, uh, now, were they involved intimately with with the, each show that you were in, or were they sort of hands-off and just let their people run the, the episodes, the shows? Well, they, they were around quite a bit. <coughs> I'm sorry. I have allergies, and uh-huh. right now they're... Um, uh, pollen has got me. Oh, oh. So, yeah, they they were hands-on in the shows then? Well, they were on the set a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but we had directors. Mm-hmm. <laughs> now, were they, with the creative part of each show, uh, you know, did they... I mean, I know they had writers and everything, so I didn't know if they were actually the ones who came up with, you know, like Daddy Ooze and <laughs> and Charlie the Owl. I mean, not Charlie the Owl. I'm sorry. Yeah, no, that was that was uh, that was um, news review. Yes, yes, yes. But uh, the the funky rat and the raunchy rabbit. And <laughs> um, I think uh, I, I don't know. I. For some reason, I think they were kind of like the Disney brothers, but don't quote me on that. They might be upset hearing that. But <laughs> it seemed to me like one of them was more creative and the other was more into the financial. Oh, yeah. That's that's just my guess. I was busy. Yeah, right. Or, you were in a suit sweating. <laughs> yeah. No, but uh, they were around a lot. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I'm hoping to get uh, one or both of them on the show. I'm not sure if we're getting them or not, but uh, uh-huh. we're, we're going to try to. Uh, it, it, it's but it's going to be a so much fun. I've I've had Wesley on uh, uh-huh. Wesley Yor, and uh, uh-huh. he he is so full of energy. And <laughs> oh my gosh, <laughs> that 
that he definitely is. Yeah. Yeah, I just have to say that <laughs> Sid and Marty gave me some of my glamour roles. Funky Rat, Stupid Bat, Raunchy <laughs> Rabbit. <laughs> kind of glamorous, huh? I, I sometimes wonder how they came up with these things. <laughs> I know, and then um, <clears throat> I went from um, a girl... I mean, went from a girl mouse to a rat boy. Little did I know when Walt Disney put me in mouse ears, I'd end up as a rat boy. <laughs> well, yeah, you, now that was that was not a Sid and Marty Croft thing, right? No, uh-uh. that was um, a um, Clint Eastwood production that Sandra Locke directed. Really? Mm-hmm. Wow, I didn't know that. Huh. So. Uh, what was that like doing that one? Well, that one, I I wore a head, but it was three hours in makeup every day, mm, wow. and two hours to take it off. Um, that was different. Once the costume head went on, I couldn't eat because mm. it had a. Um, button inside my mouth where I'd push it with my tongue so it would make the nose go up and down. <laughs> Another glamorous role. Right. <laughs> <laughs> they, they made you really work for your money, didn't they? <laughs> no, it was fun. I enjoyed it. Yeah. Huh. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Now... So you were also in the Bay City Rollers. Now, were you? Uh, did you show up in any of their other shows? Uh, you know, that like the Brady Bunch Variety Hour or the Barbara Mandrell. Did they? Did they have? You? I did a Barbara Mandrell. You did. Wow. Uh-huh. I did a. Um, uh, uh, the Osmonds. Oh, Donnie and Marie. Uh huh. I did Donnie and Marie. I did um, when they opened up their uh, park in Atlanta. Mm-hmm. I was there for like three months. Going around in the costume. Yeah, performed. Uh huh. Wow. <laughs> At the Omni, it was the Omni, um, and it was what they had three stores, three um, storages elevator, uh, escalator that went up from the ground through the hotel up to the amusement park. Of all the the costumes that you've ever had to wear, is mm. there one that stands out as the one that you uh, you hated wearing the most because it was the most uncomfortable thing you've <laughs> ever been in? Well, the Judy Garland was the hardest one. That was. Yeah, because yeah, you, you almost couldn't even breathe in it. It was so close. So that was the hardest, but the costume and character itself, I liked. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What about uh, 
funny things that happened on set uh, on any of the show you know from the Mouseketeers to you know any of the Sid and Marty Croft things or any of the movies you were in is, is are there and of course like I I, I left out Dumbo Circus and uh, uh-huh. you know you've done a lot of other things too but was there any you know funny things that happened through your career that uh, you can share with us wow um <clears throat> I don't know, on the, on the Mickey Mouse Club, <clears throat> um, Annette and I did a little patty cake thing that we wrote about being Mouseketeers, and one night we were, <clears throat> we were working late on the set, and so to kill time, she and I were sitting on the ground uh, doing our little patty cake thing, and the director saw it <laughs> and um, wanted to <laughs> record it, and we got the giggles. <laughs> trying to do it, but um, he ended up. We ended up doing it, and it, it was fun. Now, is there anything that you've done in your career or your acting career that is your favorite? Oh gosh, no! I've loved every single minute of it. Uh, yeah, <laughs> I love creating uh, different characters. Hmm. Yeah. So, is is it hard performing in in costume like that? No, but here's something interesting. I think is that <clears throat> when you're in a costume, it's best, not always, but mostly, having the opposite sex play that part because they observe the opposite sex, and in a costume, you have to over-exaggerate the mm-hmm. movements. Yep. And it just seems to me that opposition really works good. Hmm. Wow. <laughs> well, that's that's advice from an expert because you've worn probably more costumes than anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so, Sharon, um, I'm going to finish up with one final question. Okay. But uh, I want to, you know, encourage everybody who is in the Orinda, California, which is in the Bay Area of right. uh, San Francisco, that they should definitely, on May 21st, which is a Saturday, mm-hmm. go to the all-day event called CroftCon, and it's at the Orinda Theater in Orinda, California, and it is going to be a blast. There is going to certainly be, is. Yep, there's going to be so many people there, and it's going to be uh, just, you know... Uh, You'll be there, and like I say, you've been in every single Sid and Marty Croft show, then movie that you were. Now you were in the movie Puff and Stuff, weren't mm-hmm. you? You do okay. Of course you would have been. I mean, why wouldn't they have had you in that? <laughs> but uh, so yeah, they, they, people can go and meet you and 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 talk with you and everything. And it's it's absolutely. Be, I'm really looking forward to it. Yeah. So final question. Yes. When you sit back and relax. What's your favorite TV show now and of the past, and your favorite movies now and of the past? Wow. Well, my favorite m- movie at the moment, of course, was Coda. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and old TV. Um, believe it or not, this is going to sound really funny. <laughs> the Masked Singer. Oh really? Yeah, that that is a fun show. Well, it, it's it's silly, but that's what we need right now. Yes. And 
and I guess maybe because I'm partial because of the costume work. That's right. That I've done, you know. <laughs> yeah. So what do you think of those costumes? I, I have a feeling that they are not. Uh, I, I have a feeling that they have some some type of air conditioning. Oh, definitely. Things that are a yeah. lot more, uh, have they progressed a lot more. They have built in things a lot. Yeah, because yeah. you can tell when they take their, their heads off, their hair is is not drenched. <laughs> no, well, we sure were. It was like a sauna. Yes. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> So yeah, that's that's a good show. That, that, you know, it's fun to watch. So uh-huh. yeah, I'm also a big fan of This Is Us. Oh yes, uh, yeah. Sadly, a lot of people will, will miss that show when it leaves. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Well, Sharon, I thank you so much. It's been an, an honor to have you on the show. Uh, I've I've seen you on the Mickey the Mickey Mouse Club over the years, and uh, all the different shows you've been on. And I can't say enough about having you on the show. I appreciate you taking the time. Okay, thank you. Nice talking to you. There she is, Sharon Barrett, right here on On Screen and Beyond. And, of course, like I said, she was a Mouseketeer. So, so you know, seeing her as one of the originals was so great. And also, she was in the Sid and Marty Croft shows. And, uh, like I said, you probably didn't even know it was her because she was usually in costume and everything. But uh, a lot of fun watching those shows. And uh, you saw Sharon, even if you didn't know it. But uh, she will be at the CroftCon on May 21st. That's a Saturday, and it's an all-day thing, and it's going to be a lot of fun. There'll be a lot of stars there, including uh, Butch Patrick, who was uh, also in the Sid and Marty Croft show, Lidsville. But he was, of course, Eddie Munster. Everybody knows that. And uh, also uh, the group from Land of the Lost, uh, Kathy Coleman, and also uh, Wesley Ure. And uh, it's all going to be hosted uh, by, uh, I don't know if they've announced it yet, so I'm not going not gonna to say anything. <laughs> but uh, hopefully we're going to get that person on here too. And Sid and Marty Croft will also be there. And uh, just uh, going to be so much fun, so be sure to check it out. So... That's it. That is a wrap for this episode of On Screen and Beyond. And uh, we hope that you'll be keep listening to On Screen and Beyond and going back on all the episodes. We're still uploading all the old ones to get them back up there for you. And uh, we're getting there. We're in the last, uh, you know, hundred or so that uh, <laughs> we're trying to get up. Then my next step will be to fix the website, our website, onscreenandbeyond.com, and get those uh, all those links for you together. But if you want to see the listen to the old episodes right now, you sure can do that. You can go to uh, Apple Podcast or Podbeam or Spotify or Alexa or anywhere you want, and uh, all the episodes we've been putting back up are there, so you can uh, still get those. Uh, and like you say, there's about 100 left that I'm trying to get up and then we can fix our website so the links are all good and everything. And everything will be back to normal, hopefully. So we'll see what happens. Be sure to tell a friend. I really appreciate that. Get more people to listen to On Screen and Beyond. And also, if you get a chance, you know, download, download, and download. And uh, keep getting those down so we can get our numbers up and get more guests on here for you. And uh, we are still looking for uh, suggestions, if you want to suggest a guest here at On Screen to Beyond, send it to me at feedback at onscreenandbeyond.com, and I will see what I can do about it. Uh, it's, a, it's, a, it's a tough thing to do sometimes to get some of these guests, 
sometimes I can't even find, you know, how to get in touch with them. So, uh, but we'll do our best to try to find these people. And uh, also, uh, you know, we'll try to get uh, all those ones that we can that you uh, are trying to suggest. And we've been doing that lately. Uh, we've had a lot of great suggestions coming our way. So we appreciate you doing that. And uh, hope you're enjoying the ones that we are getting. And we'll continue to listen to On Screen and Beyond. So that's it. Until next time, when we once again take you on screen and beyond. I'm Brian Zemrak. Take care.